0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Uh, Speaking of Matt Potter, by the way, the uh, sigh of relief. I mean, he, he literally gets now onus on the player for turning that quick, but that was a very dangerous uh, results um, against Germany where he got hit from behind to the boards, like, you know, neck first. <laughs> and it's like, um, you know, that, that's obviously that, that goes far beyond um, anything Bruins. We're talking about somebody's health in life at that point. But again, like just back to like what I was talking about a few weeks ago, about just like, like if he's like, like, yes, there's, there's risk in Bruins practice and Bruins games, but like, I, it's to go play for Canada and you know have unnecessary risk to get hurt. Like I mean that that could have ended really badly for for Matt Patra personally, and obviously that would have, that would affect the Bruins lineup. So uh, bullet dodge there. Um, how have how has he been playing for for Canada down at World Juniors and, and where does the tournament stand right now?
2: Well, so Canada lost two nothing to Sweden, and Patra had a tough play on, on the first goal where. Puck comes up the boards. He's the forward there, trying to get it out, and kind of just softly chips it right into the defenseman pitching down the boards, and Sweden scores like a second later. I, I now I think it was a shot that Canada's goalie should have saved. Um, and if you get that saved, then no one's talking about Potra's play. But uh, the whole Canadian team got shut down in that game. Sweden's Sweden's really good, although then they Sweden did get lit up by Finland surprisingly. Um, and then the Germany game. Another game where just Canada overall was underwhelming, but they ended up getting the win, and Patra got an assist on on what ended up being the winning goal. Um, It was on the power play, he had a chance on the bumper, just a golden opportunity. He got robbed, but the rebound went right to, uh, I'm forgetting which teammate it was, but buried the rebound. So, you know, overall, he's not dominating, which I think obviously everyone's hope would have been like, he goes over and dominates, and he's, you know, one of the very best players in the tournament. Um, I think it's been a little up and down, but, you know, you you make your name in the, in the knockout round, and now they're at the knockout round that starts Tuesday. Uh, Canada's playing Czechia in the quarterfinals, so, um, you know, he's still, he's still playing that second-line role, so they're still relying on him, um, but... Yeah, I think I think he, you would have wished for a little more, but I, I don't think he's been bad by any means. I just think it's been some ups and then some some quiet games.
3: Yeah, and, and he said before he left for the tournament that he pretty much had never played for or met most of the guys on the team. So, like, it's obviously chemistry doesn't happen overnight, and for a center that can be pretty important, especially him as a playmaking center. We always talk about him, um, you know, how good a passer he is. So, and also on that goal that uh, you're talking about where Patrick tries to chip it up the boards and doesn't get it out. I felt like the broadcast and, and everyone really put a lot of blame on him for that when it was clearly not only his fault. Um, and I was just thinking like, well, the pa- I mean, the pass could have just been a clear <laughs> out of the zone. Um, you know, the goalie could have made the stop. I, they kept putting the camera on Patrick, like it was hundred percent right. his fault. And I was like, I was like, ah. I feel like we're putting a lot of blame on him here when this could have been... This, there was, like, three guys that could have definitely made a play. He's, and
2: He's he's learning what it means to play for Team Canada. When mm. you do anything anything wrong, the entire country turns on you.
3: Oh, my it's, God. They right? were it's, brutal it's something... to Norway. Those Canadian broadcasters were freaking brutal. They're like, Norway doesn't belong in this tournament. I'm like, okay. They're, they're really just, just crapping on them hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, Bridget, you're right, though. The broadcast, it was like some SNL skit. Like, literally... Every like two seconds, it would just go back to Pacho. It's like he hasn't, he's like just skating to the bench still, like nothing's changed. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Scott, you, you mentioned it's all about the medal rounds, and that's fair, but um, I mean, I think it's a little bit more than just the medal rounds. I think, I think you have to look at the entire tournament, and how one plays, but uh, I think you know, short of him maybe scoring a golden goal or having a couple of key moments, um, if it's more or less this for him the rest of the way out even if Canada wins gold and he's more just kind of along for the ride and not really showcasing or stepping up or if he's not one of the best players on team Canada in general, then I think the Bruins have to kind of look at it and say, eh, probably, probably didn't get uh, enough juice out of the squeeze here. Um, because if you, if you're sending him there to world juniors and he's just kind of along for the ride and doesn't really dominate, then I don't really know what the point of it. Not that they could have predicted that. I'm just saying, you know, they'll probably they'll <laughs> be a little disappointed. Probably.
2: I, I think it's valuable regardless though, because like even even if he't even if he doesn't dominate at any point and it's, it just continues to be like a little bit inconsistent, I think that's a valuable experience for him to be like, hey, here's how tough it gets in, in big time games on, on a world stage. Like it's going to be even tougher than this in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So like here you've seen now, you know, how you have to raise your compete level and and raise your game and hopefully you know if it ends in disappointment he would come back and be like wow okay now i know like i have to get to another level like i went over there thinking you know probably feeling pretty good about myself i'm the one with the most nhl experience and and it didn't go the way i wanted so like that's something to learn on learn you know about himself from and you know not the worst thing in the world to have Again, if it ends in disappointment, he could still win gold and be a hero. But if it ends in disappointment, like I'd rather that first disappointment for him on a big stage come in World Juniors than the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I I still think there's value there in just having this learning experience in general. So, uh, you know, and I'd also, again, like I would also point out, so much of Team Canada is first round picks. Like in terms of pure talent, prior to a month, month or two ago, you would have said like most of that lineup has more pure talent than Matt potter does. It's a credit to, it's a credit to him that he's put himself on that radar and put himself in the NHL, but it's not again, like this is still his age class. It's not like he's, you know, two years, two, three years older than everyone and has Mm -hmm. been playing at a higher level for years. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he was like, like he was just on these guys' level last season. So,
1: mm.
3: yeah, and he jumped. I mean, he obviously jumped past what the Bruins were expecting, and and you know, on the world stage too, he gets, um, you know, he gets on that highest level with those other uh, first round guys like you're talking about. Also, uh, if you're watching, I keep the sun is once again coming into my face. Like, <laughs> if we record at this time, I just end up with like the sun in my eyes. So it's coming. It's like. Slowly coming, but um do you guys want to talk about the defense at all? Because Mason Lorai, who's another um, you know, pleasant surprise for the Bruins in, in how many games he's played, how he's done on the ice. Um, the Lorai McAvoy pair, which at times when when Scott and I were up on the ninth floor for that home game against the Devils, I leaned over to Scott and I said, I think Laurae is the better defenseman on that pair today. Um, and I think I thought he's looked well.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride.
1: I couldn't agree more. Every game that he plays, he just seems to be more and more comfortable and it's not even so much like the transition game or whatnot. Cause you know, it's not like every game he plays it's it's not like the latest game that he plays is the best game he's had in transition or whatever, but like just from a comfortability standpoint um, you know uh, taking hits, receiving hits um, being physically engaged uh, in the dirty areas. I think that's that's improved since uh, he first came up against Toronto um, whatever it was, 20 games ago. So, I mean, obviously injuries are always a thing, and I think that because of injuries, he'll always have an opportunity to be with the Bruins pretty much all year if they really want him to be. But regardless of injuries, I think he should be on, on the Bruins at this point anyway. We kind of touched on that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he's been really good, and, and it's uh, he's continuing to learn each game, and that's all you can really ask for.
3: He's played 18 games at this point. I don't know if you guys thought like he would – continue to you know first of all he got he got sent down but he really wasn't back in providence very long it was maybe like two weeks or so um and yeah, then he came I, right back i think it wasn't
2: I think it was even like two full weeks it was like a week and a yeah. half yeah
3: yeah so i mean he he does continue to look more and more comfortable and and um playing with mcavoy obviously is uh it's a good spot for him and at times he's looked I mean, we talked about how McAvoy's been down a little bit, um, but Laura looked really good on that pair, and I I, I really kind of thought he looked better than McAvoy in that New Jersey game. Um, but yeah, and the the Bruins really uh, dodged a bullet that McAvoy's injury in that game was just a stinger when he crashed into Linus Allmark. It looked bad at first, um, but he comes back and he plays against Detroit and he's fine. So it's just like a you know a stinger that lasts however long, and then it goes away and um yeah that could have been really bad <laughs> but they got grizzly back um against new jersey too
2: yeah and with grizzly coming back like i i think Laura's not just making a push to stay in the lineup but to stay in a top four role and that you know grizzly came back he played in the third pairing saturday um got a game off sunday because Montgomery said he was feeling feeling a little sore after that first game back and i don't know if they were planning on playing him the second night of a back-to-back anyways, he might've sat even if he wasn't feeling sore. Um, but yeah, like that, if Laurie can stick in the top four, you know, I don't want to force it if he's not ready, but he's playing right now, like, like he's ready. Like he might be able to handle that role. Um, and if he does that, that looks so much better because like his upside, as we've talked about, is is higher than Grizzly's, like no matter... What you think of Grizzly? Laura, in part because of his size, his skating, his offensive ability, like it's higher than what Matt Grizzly can can give you in a top four role. So, if if he is making that jump and he's going to stick like that, it, it makes your decor so much stronger because now you can either go Grizzly, Shattenkirk on the third pair, or if there's games you want a little more size and halfback there, you put Weatherspoon in who I think has been playing pretty well too. So it, it just makes you deeper. gives you more options. And however, you know, right now it's Lori McAvoy and they, they've kept Lindholm-Carlo together. I could also see at some point, maybe you give Lindholm-McAvoy some time. Laurie carlo we've seen in the past. But regardless, like your decor just on paper and on the ice looks better if Mason Lorai keeps playing like this.
3: Yeah, and we're, and we're talking as if, like, Derek Forbert's not available because he still doesn't look like he's very close to returning. So that injury has, has been long-term, and it looks like it's going to continue. So um, what did you guys think of the grizzly Shattenkirk kirk pair?
2: Terrier magic.
1: Yeah. Terrier
3: magic, yep. Yeah.
1: I mean, Shattenkirk, <laughs> you know, just uh, got his 100th goal, I think, in the NHL, and then got his 101st um, a period later. But, yeah, I mean – It's kind of what it's kind of, it's it's kind of an ideal third pair, like a guy who can move the puck. Well, actually, they both can, but I don't even, I was going to say one guy's got a a veteran presence, but Grizzlyk's been around too. Um, I like him. I don't want to, I know we have to kind of get going soon, but yeah, I've liked what I've seen definitely. I think, I think they're both where they should be. I think they're slotted where they should be on this team. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't really have much to add there. It's like I said, like just the, the, And both of those guys can defend too. Like I know you look at Grizzly Shattenkirk and you think like puck moving defenseman, but you know, Grizzly in general has been solid defensively and if he's getting third pairing matchups instead of first pairing matchups. Like I absolutely think he can handle that.
1: One, one final question for the two of you Uh, approaching the midway point here. You know, you look at a team like the devils and they're, you're, you're wondering why they're not where they they should be roster wise, and then you look at goaltending, right? Um, Vitek vanacek has uh, a 3.35 goals against average and an 883 save percentage, um, so clearly not great. You look at the Bruins, Linus Allmark is far ahead of that, right? Um, Allmark is 282 goals against average, 916 save percentage, but when you compare him to Jeremy Swayman, 2.2 goals against average and a nine twenty eight save percentage. Um, the records are pretty similar. Although Swayman had no run support and um, some of his recent losses, what's your guys' assessment of the goalies at this point? Um, it seems like Swayman has pulled ahead. Does that change your um, perception of maybe future usage with the two of them? Or is it just too early to tell that it's still half a season plus to go here?
3: I, I still, I mean, I, Think Linus Allmark still is. I wouldn't say he's like swimming's one job or anything like that. Linus Allmark has come up with some incredible saves. And sometimes they're just like, there's stops that most goalies can't make. And if not for that, you know, the Bruins, because they always feel like they come at really important times too. um I don't know. I feel like Allmark is still playing so well that the rotation just stays. In my mind, they're not, you know, they're still. 1A1B they're still most likely just going one and then the other and and rotating pretty evenly. I have liked how both of them played. Um it's not surprising, but Homer comes up with these crazy saves too that that just are so impressive that you can't really even though the stats are a little bit worse than Swayman's, like those those are things that you you can't see there.
2: Yeah, I was, I was just trying to quickly look something up, but I I agree that I'm not changing anything right now. Like it, the rotation continues to work and, you know, if there, if there's a stretch here and there where someone's a little dinged up and you ride one of them for two, three, four straight starts, like that's fine. Um, I don't need it to be, you know, a strict rotation every month between now and April, but that they're, they're both playing, you know, Almarc is still clearly like top 10 to 12 in the league, even if he's slightly behind Swayman. So. No no real reason in my mind to get away from from splitting time. It it works for both of them. I think it helps both of them. Um but yeah, and Swayman certainly is having a better season, no question about it. And I don't know if he's gonna you know, he's probably in the Vesna conversation. Um minutes-wise, he's gonna be like so far behind your Thatcher Demko or Carna Hellebuck that I the only way you win it really splitting starts is if you do what Allmark did last year, which is, you know, go what at like 41 and four or whatever and just lead the league and save percentage and goals against average. So I don't think Swain is going to do that. So we probably isn't winning the Vezina, but he's in that conversation right now for sure.
3: Yeah, I know they spent Christmas together.
2: <laughs> the, they did yeah them. swimming was santa claus yeah
3: yes he was um and it, it's funny because i i got into this argument with with i think it was jones last year like they can't really be friends right like they're not actually friends like no they're they're legitimately like family uh they can spend holidays yeah. together and, and whatnot but oh
1: yeah no their relationship is very very unique and very uh very authentic for sure mm-hmm. okay um well we gotta get going here um it seems like the Bruins have played the Blue Jackets a lot the last the last month. They got them again tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Um, so we'll look forward to watching that. And Bridget and Scott, if there's anything else before we sign off here.
3: Nope. I'm good. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy- oh, and the PWHL started today. So was watching that before we hopped on here.
2: And Br- reminded that Bridget's got the call for the first Boston game. Yes,
3: Wednesday night. yes I do on Nesson. So tune in.
1: All right. Well, everybody keep um keep popping that Advil and that Liquid IV <laughs> and enjoy your your 2024. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you very soon.